0: What is up, everybody? Mr. International here on a Sunday evening. Well, I did my regular Sunday Vietnamese coffee today, and I'm already regretting it because sometimes my stomach kind of feels cramps when I drink Vietnamese coffee, but whatever. Um. So yesterday, one of my friend's birthdays, went down to Westlake Village. There's a really cool lake in West Lake. Now I know where the name came, comes from, uh, where they have a couple of restaurants overlooking the lake and... All that fun stuff. And so we had a birthday lunch out there. A really good time. And interestingly enough, uh, I have a bit of an update on uh, psychopath Chathan. Uh, believe it or not. Like, I've been thinking about it. And, you know, I needed the dust to settle a little bit from the conversation. So I could kind of, like, think about the whole situation more clearly. And, um, you know what? I think I did the right, I mean, I know I did the right thing by talking to him the other day and after all these years and giving him a piece of my mind. Because now more than ever, I got my proof that he is nuts, right? Like when I think back on how the conversation had gone with him and the apology, but then not a real apology because he wasn't apologizing for the things that he actually did. And then taking back his apology because his memory is so fucked up. He can't apologize for things that he can't remember. Then trying to change the facts of the things he did. Like, I'm realizing how fucked up this guy is. Um, I reached out to a couple of my friends that he still communicates with. And they keep their distance from him too. And they both told... I didn't tell them that I even talked to him. But they both told me, yeah, this guy's like... The drugs have really done a number on his brain. Um, I don't even know if the drugs have done a number on his brain. Or if they've just really like exposed what he always has been uh, because he didn't do drugs in high school or undergrad. And he was as much of a a manipulator back then. Right. Uh, So anyways, uh, while I was having the birthday lunch, as if you'll recall in my last podcast, I blocked him on all media. I blocked his phone number from being able to text me and, or call me while I'm having lunch. Guess what? In comes an incoming call from a six, one three area code, which I know is his. Uh, because I recognized it from one of the many numbers that he has. And so I found it fascinating. Basically, after that conversation and after him, you know, retracting his apology and still talking to me like we're best friends. Um, and I didn't reply. And then I blocked him on Facebook and everything so he couldn't follow up. Here he is calling me. And I, right then and there, I knew I won. Um, I knew I'd won anyway. But I knew more so that I won by not answering and by the fact that he's trying to call me. Because here he thought, in the mind of the sociopath, he thought he had manipulated his way back into my life. And that as though somehow he had a channel. He had a channel now to contact me. Um, And so what he's realizing now is he doesn't. Because, I, again, I didn't answer. And I was so glad that he called me because now I just had another phone number I could p- add to my block list. And I purposely renamed him in my phone. I locked in the number he called me from, and I renamed the number uh, Chatham the Sociopath. Not that it matters because, you know, the call is blocked. But I love it. Because he, here he thought he had his hooks back into me and aligned to me. And I thought, why would a winner like me ever talk to a loser like that? You know, him living in his dream world of business deals with China and whatever else he does. And so I realized I kind of won because now he can't get a hold of me and it's probably making him confused and crazy more so than he already is because he thought, I'm still the guy from 20 years ago where he could just say whatever he wanted to and I would still be there. And he's realizing that shit don't work no more. Because it, how could how on earth what kind of a loser would let a guy like him manipulate and rewrite history, and then I would take him back as a friend? Why would a guy like me be friends with a loser like that to begin with? And so yeah, here he was. I saw, as soon as I saw his number, I'm like, I felt I felt winning. I felt like I was winning. Not that there should be winning and losing, but let's just face it, there is. And so, I don't know, I got great joy in seeing his phone number, and I got great joy in denying his call uh, because he probably he's probably confused at how he's not able to, you know, I'm going to use this word not in a gay way, but he's probably confused as to how he can't seduce me anymore with this bullshit, and it felt great. And it was even, it, him calling me was even better than me kind of calling him an asshole a couple of days ago. So I thought I'd let you guys know about that. Um, But yeah, pretty good weekend. man. Dude, I don't know if you guys watched the UFC fight last night. Holy shit. The pay-per-view, I mean. I think that's one of the best UFC pay-per-views I've ever seen. Uh, Not that all the fights went on long and were these battles. In fact, I've never seen a whole pay-per-view where every single fight ended in a a submission or knockout within a, a round or two rounds max. Like, every fight was a knockout or, or submission like immediately. And it, all of them were in des- devastating fashion. Uh, one of them was gruesome. One of them was this Chris Weidman guy. He was fighting Uriah Hall. And as soon as the match started, his first, uh, move was throwing a kick. So he kicked Uriah Hall in the leg and Chris Weidman's legs snapped in half, uh, and like, I, I dude, I, I blinked and I missed it. And I just saw him there lying on the ground and his leg looked like it was in an awkward position. And right away, I like, I looked away. I'm like, and I heard the announcers going crazy. I'm like, I cannot watch this. But I found it fascinating because apparently his leg snapped in, in the same, in half, like compound fracture style, like literally in the same place that Anderson Silva's leg snapped. And here's what's interesting. Um, Anderson Silva, famous US, UFC fighter, my opinion, the most exciting UFC fighter of all time. You should see some of his earlier matches. This guy's like... They call him a spider. I mean, this guy's exciting to watch. There aren't a lot of exciting fighters anymore. But he was exciting back in his day. Because he would do all these crazy moves and all this shit. And, um... And years ago, he was up against this up-and-comer named Chris Weidman. The guy I was just talking about who broke his leg this weekend. And in this match, it was, you know, it was widely expected that Anderson Silva was going to beat Chris Weidman. This match happened, like, I think it was, I think it was nine or maybe nine years ago. And in the match, um, the first match, Anderson Silva lost. It was like the first match he'd ever lost, I think. And Chris Weidman knocked him out. Everybody thought it was a fluke uh, because Anderson Silva was acting like a clown and not taking the fight seriously. If you watch it, you'll see it's on YouTube, I'm sure. Anderson Silva's just, like, joking around in the fight, and he gets caught by a punch. And so, uh, you know, good for Chris Weidman. He took advantage of an opportunity. So, of course, uh, Anderson Silva wanted a rematch because he's like, okay, well, fuck that. This isn't real. Like, this ain't happening. I'm going to take it more seriously next time. And early on in the match, and remember, Anderson Silva was, like, the king of the jungle back then this unbeatable force. And so when they had the rematch, you know, me, everybody thought he was just going to destroy Chris Weidman and then clown him. And what ended up happening very early on in the match is Anderson Silva threw a really hard kick to Chris Weidman's legs. And it just, his shin caught Chris Weidman's knee right at the right angle where exact same thing happened. Compound fracture, like Anderson Silva's... Leg right below the knee broke right in half, uh gruesome, gruesome uh disgusting to see you never want to see broken bones, you know i can't even i don't even want to see them and the so it was fast, and this has only apparently happened three times in the history of the u f c where there's like a badly broken leg leg like that, and now two of those times belong to matches chris Weidman's been in, but I was thinking. You know, what are the chances Chris Weidman does that to somebody, meaning Anderson Silva? And I shouldn't even say do it, it does it to him because it's like, no, people are doing it intentionally. But what are the chances that happens to Anderson Silva and Chris Weidman's match? And then years later, it happens to Chris Weidman himself in a, his a match against somebody else. And it breaks in the same place, doing the same kick to this other person. And I was thinking a little bit about karma because I stopped believing in karma a few years ago. Um, but you know, thinking about Chathan, I was thinking about karma. You know, all the shit he did to people, and me's me, kind of caught up to him. And uh, I was thinking of Chris Weidman, and you may be thinking, well, "Well, I thought Chris Weidman's this wholesome, all-American guy." And I was thinking, I don't know. I mean, you know, like one thing, one reason I didn't like Chris Weidman is because the second match, he was so cocky. Like when they did the press conference, and you know, these things are a fluke, right? When somebody kicks you and you and their leg breaks in half because it. It just happens to strike you right in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and I call it a fluke just by the fact that tens of thousands of these kicks are thrown every year on, in the UFC, on TV, on pay-per-view, and nobody's legs ever get gets broken. So if it's happened three times in the history of the UFC, out of how many thousands and thousands of matches, then it's obviously a fluke. Um, but not with, notwithstanding that, uh, when Chris Weidman beat Anderson Silva that way, at the press conference, he was, you know, he was so confident and like, yeah, no, I practiced doing that. I practice, I practiced chucking the kick. I remember that he kept saying, all cocky, "I chuck the kick, I chuck the kick." I practiced that, um, and he, he was acting like he won the match. And let's be fair; it's arguable whether you can. Leg- yes, on paper, you've won the match because the other guy can't continue, but the, there's a difference when you're in a fight with somebody and they get hurt almost on their own and can't continue versus you like submitting them or beating them to a pulp where they can't carry on or they get you knocking them out. And so Chris Wadden was so confident and cocky and I hated that because I was like, man, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Like the leg break was a total fluke. Yeah. You check the kick. Everybody checks kicks, um, every, everything, but like nobody's, nobody's won a match from checking a kick ever, but he was so like, he thought he deserved it. like, you know it was his like i don't know that that always pissed me off cuz he was so smug about it like he didn't even seem sad about anderson silva but um you know and that caught up to him real quick cuz he went downhill real fast big losing streak whatever but now it's amazing how the the shoes on the other foot no pun intended and you know the the fighter he was fighting urai hall like he like immediately went to the mat and like looked the other way and it was just like it almost looked like he was praying and then when he got interviewed afterwards in the ring. He was so somber. This guy, like, he didn't even know what to say. He's like, I mean, this is. He's like, this doesn't even count as a win. I don't even want to talk about this match. Like, I just hope the guy's okay. And even at the press conference, he was extremely quiet. When the press was asking him about like Chris Weidman losing the match, um, he just was really like, you know, somber about it and remorseful, even though he he didn't do it on purpose. And uh, I just thought, what what a what a change. So anyways, I guess that's part of, uh, you know, life when these things sort of happen, so. So yeah, that was kind of my weekend, uh, watching UFC, and it was a friggin' crazy card, man, so that's kind of it, I uh, hope you guys had a good weekend, and um, yeah, I will definitely catch up with you guys on the next one, make sure to you know, take it easy, do some new things, keep your head clear and always take care of your mental health and have a good week. I will talk to you guys on the next one.